I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. This is John Helps You Write Better. I'm John, so maybe, kind of, sort of, I guess. Let's, uh, let's write better today. How's that sound? Are you the sort of writer who's ever really found yourself asking, hey, why can't I write the way I used to? Why am I having such a hard time you know, doing now what I used to do. I used to be able to sit and write for hours. I used to be able to write, you know, completely unencumbered and free of everything. And I could just produce and produce and produce. And it was great. But now I'm really struggling. Now I'm really sitting here scratching my head and it feels like I've got to have practically an aneurysm to get anything decent out. What do I do? What's wrong with me? How do I fix it? How do I go back to the way things were? And I, I don't know how to tell you this, but there's no going back. There, there's just no, there's no time travel. There's, there's no magic spell. We, we don't have an infinity stone. Um, we, we can't go 88 miles an hour. We, we, we just can't, you know, slingshot around the sun. Uh, what are other time travel ways? We can't get in a phone booth. Uh, we can't get into a police box. We, we can't go backwards. What I want to talk about today is that, is the idea that we can't go backwards and what you're looking at isn't necessarily the clearest observation of the past. You are looking with some tint to through those lenses and what you're doing now has the potential to be better if you're willing to look at it. But in looking at it, we also have to take some responsibility. So let's get into that today. First up, the past. The past is behind us. And when we talk about, oh, the writing we used to do, how far back are you going? Are we talking about like last week? Or are we looking six weeks, eight weeks, a month, two months, years ago? Are we talking about when we're kids? Are we talking about when we didn't know so much about the construction or the craft of writing and we're instead just thinking about those times where we were not burdened by things like the responsibilities of adulthood or capitalism or any nonsense like that? And we're just thinking about how much fun it was to just sit and write and produce because it was either that or we play with some toys or we go outside or we ride our bikes or we, we just hang out with our friends. Is, is that what we're looking at? Or are we talking more about the past, like how when, you know, you, you weren't really sweating money so much and you weren't really sweating, like getting things done or moving things forward. And it was just writing for the sake of writing because you didn't really have the plans yet. You didn't really have the classes. You didn't really have much of anything. But you just had this want that was driving you forward, this want to be a writer, this want to produce and tell the story, and this want to just see if you could do it. But now, flipping that around, now we have all this stuff. We have expectations, and we have, we have rules, and we have structure, and we have classes, and we have questions to ask, and we have things to look up, and we have submission guidelines, and query letters, and self-publishing, and book talk, and Instagram, and and 
newsletters and email and audience growth and all these other factors that seem to be in some way subtracting from that freedom and in some way in some way subtracting from the the fun and it seems to be adding responsibility and we would just like to go back to when we weren't feeling as burdened we'd like to go back to feeling when we had less stress when we had less on our mind when we knew less of how the sausage gets made and we don't worry so much about the meat going into the grinder so to speak if you can follow the metaphor that's the preservation of the past that we're doing through a level of tint that's what we're dealing with when we talk about how things are because you're sitting now with these problems with these conflicts and with these crises and you're looking back to when you don't have them and you're basically saying though you're not saying it directly you're basically saying i don't want this to suck anymore things are really hard can we go can we can we just wind back to an earlier revision and and we can't that's not how time works. If it did, I think we would all end up sort of locked in different bubbles all by ourselves. Because for me, I'd go back many years. Maybe you'd go back six months. Somebody else would go back 30 years or more. And and getting everybody to agree would sort of be like trying to get everybody at your job to figure out what they want to order for lunch. And it would just be a nightmare. We can't go backwards. And we should not. And or maybe we should say this positively, we should make an effort to not glorify the past as being superior simply because it's devoid of the responsibility and stress we feel today. I'll say that again. Don't put the past on a pedestal just because we are unhappy with the responsibilities we've got now. Back then, we didn't know better. That doesn't make us better. It just means we, we were, to some degree, ignorant. We were, to some degree, unaware. We were, to some degree, asleep. And now, being more awake and aware and alert and savvy and educated and still driven matters. It's better now. It's better that we're up and working and aimed with a goal and better skilled and better equipped. It's better that we are not just saying, oh, I wish things were different. I want to go back to the way things were. I do too. But in that time we spend sitting here wishing we could go back and wishing things could be done different and do better and do more and do this and do that, that same amount of time is being consumed where we could be going to make the present and the future better. Yeah, it'd be great if we could roll back like 15 years and just be much freer and happier and maybe less broke and we'd, we'd be writing without any of the concerns but in doing that, we would also be sacrificing 15 years of learning what doesn't work and learning how to write better and learning what we enjoy and all the good things that came along with it. And you can't, you can't pick and choose the benefits. You can't pick and choose the, the struggle. You, you have to go through it. And I'm not saying that it's to be glorified because struggle sucks. But at the same time, we have to, we have, to have this happen. I, I want to go back just as much as anybody else. And I, I, I was far more productive. I wasn't doing the same things. I was doing fewer things, but more of them. And honestly, and here's the tricky part we have to talk about when we talk about the past, there's a difference between being busy and being happy and being productive and being happy. I was passing the time and not being responsible and doing the bare minimum to get by. And that made me happy because I wasn't engaging with the things that were stressful. I was sort of on the fringes. I knew they were there, but I was going out of my way to avoid them. My work was okay when it could have been better. And I maybe would have been happier if I had just 
done the stuff that was tough and done the stuff and been, you know, pushing myself and challenging myself so that now in the present, I wouldn't be feeling the way I feel that I've missed my chance or the window is closed or that I haven't gotten a, uh, I don't know how to get where I want to go because I wasted time. That's the, that's the tricky part about dealing with time. It's, it's not just a matter of, oh, everything was just better. It, it maybe in some degree, maybe, maybe in some ways, but in other ways, it's not. We don't talk enough about that. We don't think enough about that when it comes to our writing. Yeah, it was a lot easier to write when we didn't know fuck all about how to make a plot. And it was easier to write when we were just writing because we were taking the story in our head and just slapping it down on the page. But that doesn't make the text itself better. That doesn't make the story better just because you didn't know how to do it well. Sure, you were doing it, but now you can do it better. There is a benefit to that time you spent growing. There is a benefit to that time of experience. There is a benefit to the failures and the stumbling blocks and the frustration. It's not necessarily the most glorious thing in the world. We don't need to slap like big giant orchestral horns underneath like, ah, we're winning. It's the good moment in a soundtrack. We don't need to go that far. But at the same time, we have to at least recognize and understand that the past is the past. It wasn't always great. What we're looking for is a reprieve or a moment to catch our breath from stress. And that is understandable because right now sucks because things are hard because, you know, it's, it's getting, you know, in, at least over here in the U.S., taxes are coming due and people are really stressed and money is tight and people have to feed their families and pay their mortgages and, you know, it's getting harder to grow an audience the old-fashioned way because the new platforms are built on more of an attention economy and it can feel really ridiculous that you have to do like 10 million things that don't seem like writing in order to get attention as a writer. I get it. I completely understand things are different. Things aren't great. They're not as great as it used to be when I was 12 years old and I could just read X-Men comic books. I know. I hear you. But that's the past and it's behind us. So what can we do? How do we, how do we grapple with this? How do we deal with this? How do we come to terms with this? Well, we're going to look at the present and see our present in a new way. I'm offering you now a chance to sort of restructure our view going forward because we don't spend enough time sitting with the present because we generally find the present to be uncomfortable. So we're always looking for to go backwards and say, oh, it was better back then. Or we're going forward saying, oh, well, you know, when this book pops off, it'll be great. When I have this advance, it'll be fantastic. And then I'll do this and then I'll do that. I do it all the time. I'm doing it now looking at my bank account. Oh, it'll be great when my tax return gets here. Oh, it'll be great, you know, when I have the money for this. Or, oh, it'll be fantastic when it's, you know, I can, I can leave all the windows open and just stretch out in the, in the open breeze. Or, oh, when this happens, that happens. It's easy to look backwards and get nostalgic and it's easy to lose time and project forward in the future and it's much harder to sit in the present and it's much harder to sit and focus on what we can do because what we're doing in the present might not feel like it's making any difference. Who gives a shit if today we write ch- the, the third version of our fifth chapter? Who cares if we spend our day trying to you know, struggle our way through writing a newsletter? That's not good. That's not fun. We must be screwing it up. It's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be easy. Too many authors, too many writers, too many creatives constantly opine and seek out the easy way, the fast way. And every time they do, once I'm done 
<sighs> sighing and maybe rolling my eyes a little bit. Once I'm done that, I, I have to immediately ask why. Like, I get that it's it's hard. I get that it's, you know, you've got a lot of shit going on. But expedience doesn't necessarily make for better discipline. And going faster is not automatically better. This isn't like a round of Mario Kart where we're just trying to get ahead of Waluigi. What we're looking to do and what we're hoping to do is build our best toolkit and get as good as we can, as we can, as we go. And that's going to take time. When we're in the present, when we're here, and it's tempting to look backwards and it's tempting to look ahead, we have to remember that where we're at is, yeah, it's based on how we got here. And yeah, it kind of sets up how we went forward. But don't let that paralyze you. We have to recognize that we have the ability to present a number of options and a number of things. And it doesn't all need to get done today. It'd be great if we had a million billion units of energy and we could get everything done in like an hour and then have the rest of our lives to just fucking do nothing. It'd be great. But that's not how anything works anymore. Like back in the day, sure, you could work an hour and then sort of coast on your privilege. You can't really do that anymore. What we can do is look for and challenge ourselves to say today, in this moment, I know there's a million things I could do. What are like three to four I can do reasonably, knowing how my time is otherwise committed, knowing how my energy or my mood is, knowing how my illness, chronic illness level is, knowing my attention span, all that stuff. What are three to four things? A three to four thing to-do list can be plenty, and some of those things on that to-do list might not be the most enjoyable, like, oh, man, I got to scoop, you know, cat litter, or, oh, God, I got to, like, wrangle my kids or something. Sure, but if we do that now, we don't have to do it later. If we do it now, if we write that thing, if we ask that question about how to write a query letter, if we go look for a way to craft a better this or that, or if we try and just write half the thing we need to write we can make some progress and that'll be good because two minutes prior to you starting, it wasn't a thing that existed. You still retain that fundamental creative energy only now, instead of it being glorified by the past and free of responsibility, now it's honed and sharpened and educated. Don't read it automatically as cynicism and exhaustion. You might be cynical, you might be tired, but that's not your craft's fault. That's like the rest of everything's fault. So rather than beat yourself up that you can't go backwards and make things the way they were, and rather than paralyze yourself or spin your wheels by thinking about the future, look to where you're at today and ask yourself, what's, what's something I can do today? What is something I can do right now, right this second, to really make a difference? Give that some thought, and I'll talk to you next week.